What's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of No Grey Areas. Woo. We back, we back. Myself, Lewis. And myself, Denny. And uh, it's, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of an interesting time we're living in, you know. It is, it is. Interesting time. It's, do you know what I find, I find a bit interesting? How all of Europe is still like locked down. Everything's still yeah. risky. Yeah. And yet here we are, Brexit and all. Yeah. Chilling. It's so true. <laughs> Oh, that, that, do you know what? As someone who was so pro Remain, um, told you so, bruv. I told you so. They're just pissing me off. (laughs) The other day, when they were trying to blockade Jersey, I wanted to go down there myself. (laughs) I was like, and they threatened to cut off Jersey's electricity. Yeah. I was like, so I was speaking to someone about this, and I was saying, it's weird, right? And do you know the the way I, I could, um, the way I could, kind of like an analogy you know like mean girls yeah when you hang around with that cool clique yeah and you think everything's good you're in that bubble but when they don't like you no more and you leave you realize how much of a bunch of bastards <laughs> yeah that clique was yeah because <laughs> that's cause, what it seems like because they start turning all their bastard energy towards exactly. you now Exactly. And you never felt that bastard energy before, exactly. so you just thought you were there chilling. You were there, you know, they were inviting you to parties. That's it. They were letting you good. do whatever you needed to do. Like, you could borrow the car, it was all good. You're like, now, yeah, I'm pro mean girls. Now I'm outside of it. It's like, oh shit, never punch off. Oh man. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, if we and the, you know, they had to send bloody um, Navy vessels yeah. down there as well. Yeah. And then the French sent Navy vessels as yeah. well over there. I was like, yeah. come on now, that's, France. That's what I was thinking. I was you like, should know on. better. That's, Shut the fuck up. At that point, that's what I was like, come on. Come on, <laughs> come on France, you bunch of quitters. Come on. <laughs> like, really? Really? Yeah, we saved you out twice already now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Come on. Stop. Don't even try. Don't even try. But yeah, it's, it's weird, brother. It's weird. And those, the, the French fishermen are. You know, they're, they're proper trying their luck. Yeah. Proper trying their luck. So the truth, like... And Boris got screwed on that deal anyway. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the French fishermen doing their blockade, I was like, mm, okay, that's your protest. Yeah. You can end it for so long. Okay, cool. Obviously, it's not great, but... Obviously, these think... motherfuckers haven't seen Sea Spiracy, bruv. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. Because like, they're out there still fishing every day, like, like there's yeah. just an abundance. They're like, yeah, clearly. it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. But then when they were talking about cutting off the electricity to the... I was like, nah, these people are taking the mick. Yeah. These people are taking the piss. If yeah. I was if I was British government, I'd be like, right, Jersey, you guys are getting some solar panels yeah. delivered. That's, <laughs> what, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Get your get your couple of wind turbines put offshore. Yeah. And then we'll sort you out. Don't worry. No. It's mad. It's mad. It but is. yeah. Um, other than that, man, I've, I've had a, I had a weird bit of, like, terrible customer service this week, right? Oh, yeah. At a time where, obviously, as you see, I've got my new presentation folders yes. from my club yes they're it's looking very very, very suave bro i need to get my website sorted out now because this this literature is high end yeah the way i showed it to nick and he was like this is like the prospectus you get when you want to go to join eton college or something yeah oh let me just pause that what the hell what am i doing here just press the middle button that's it. it yeah that's weird all right so um so yeah so i got all this literature sorted. it's, it's beautiful my website my website still looks crap but anyway so this issue with my motorbike, I think I'm, I probably told you about it. My back brake, just like random ones, just stopped working after okay. I adjusted my rear wheel. So I thought it was an alignment issue. I wasn't too sure. Called up this place in Ivor. I won't say the name of the place, but I've just said it's in Ivor. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> There's not that many motorcycle repair shops in Ivor, I'm sure. So 
Girl picks up the phone. I tell her, I ask her, you know, do you do repairs? She said, yeah, no problem. What, what bike have you got? I tell her. She goes, okay, what's, what's wrong with it? I tell her, I guess, do you know? She goes, when do you want to bring it in? I said, ah, I, I guess I could bring it in like Saturday. I goes, but I don't, I don't suppose by any chance you have a collection service. She was like, yeah, yeah, we could collect it. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. I'm thinking, why didn't you offer that to me? Like, yeah. if, if my bike needs to be repaired, most likely I don't want to be riding it because it needs to be repaired, yeah, yeah. whatever it is that's wrong with it. Yeah. She goes, yeah, yeah, we can collect it. I said, okay, cool. Um, how much is it for you guys to collect it? She's like, well, whereabouts do you live? I told her where I live. She goes, yeah, I'll have to check and get back to you. I'm like, why do you ask where I live? If you're going to have to check anyway. Like, Yeah. You should have this in front of you. There should be like a little map. You can refer to it. You go, he lives in that town. Okay, that's how much it costs. Mm. Fine. So that's my first little bit. Yeah, I'm like, okay. But she says, don't worry. So we're going to come pick up your bike tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Tomorrow comes. I get a phone call in the morning. Guy's like, yep, I'm going to come pick up your bike. I'm going to leave in about an hour. Runs to do that. All right, fine. He called me at like 11.30. Yeah. 12 o'clock. I said, oh, Then he calls me back at about one o'clock. He goes, yeah, hiya. Really sorry, we're actually not going to be able to make it out to pick up your bike today. Our van broke down first thing this morning. I'm like, your van broke down after you called me, before you <laughs> called me. It seems like you're chatting shit. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure you called me nearly in the afternoon, yeah. you lying fuck. <laughs> anyway, the guy turns up, takes my bike. He gives me no paperwork for it at all. Right? No, Nothing to sign. Yeah, I'm going to take your bike. Oh. No inspection of my bike to make sure that... You know, oh, look, you've got this damage here, this damage here, just to make sure that I'll, I don't then come back and say that he damaged my bike. Yeah. You know, when there's existing damage on it, which they should do. Yeah. He loads the bike up and goes. An hour later, I'm like, did my bike just get stolen? What's going on? <laughs> like, no one told me nothing, yeah? yeah? So I call up the shop and say, oh, I'm just trying to find out, like, what's what's the process here, yeah? You've got my bike. What? Well, well, what happens now? Are you yeah. going to assess it and quote me to repair it? What? She's like, yeah, just give me one second. They put me on the phone to the mechanic mm. that they've got. He's like, what's, so what's wrong with your bike? I, I told the girl when I called. So they just took your bike, break. didn't even know what's wrong with it. Yeah. And then you have to call up to... Yeah. So I call him wow. up. I tell him. I say, yeah, this is a problem. He said, okay, fine. I'll get on that for you right away. I'm like, all right. I still don't know how much this is going to cost. Yeah. <laughs> right? No one's given me a, an idea. No one's given me a time frame. So that was like Wednesday. I just allow it. Don't I don't say nothing. Left it all Thursday. Friday, I get a phone call. Phone call comes through. It's like four o'clock. I missed a call. Called her back. She's like, yeah, hi, your bike's done. It's ready to collect. I said, okay, cool. We, she goes, we just want to see maybe if you want it delivered as well or if you just want to come and collect it. So that's fine. I can come and collect it because you know, I want to test drive and yeah. stuff. Make sure and if 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 there's something wrong, it can just stay there. So how much do I owe you? She's like, oh, I'll have to check. And call you back. I'm like, motherfucker, what? How do you not know how much you fixed it? You know how long it took. You knew what parts oh, you needed. Come wow. on now, tell me before you picked up the phone. You must have thought this guy's going to want to know how much this is going to cost. So she goes, I'll check. I'll call you back. I was like, All right, fine. I missed that call. They didn't leave me a voicemail, right? Simple thing. All I wanted to know was a price. They could have picked. They could have left me a voicemail saying it's going to cost this much. Yeah. Done. Fine. I missed the call, so I called back. No answer. 
I waited like five, ten minutes, called back again. No answer. It was getting close to five o'clock. I, mm. like, I need I want to find out today. Yeah. Called again. The guy answers the phone. He's like, Hello, says the name of the shop. I say, Yeah, my name's Lewis. You've got my Mondial. Back break. Mm. I just wanted to know it. And he almost cuts me off. He said, Look, mate, I'm really busy right now. I've got a shop full of people. I'm gonna have to call you back. Is that all right? I said, Yeah, call me back. He said, Alright, thank you. Put the phone down. Fine. This motherfucker did not call me back, did he? Wow. Right? So I called this morning. Wow. I was like, no answer. Left him a voicemail. Yeah. And I called them this afternoon. So look, you know, I got my um, my Monday out. You guys have got it. Um, and it was the girl who I'd spoke to the day before as well. Yeah. Who'd said, I'm going to check and call you back. Yeah. She answered. I said, look, I spoke to you yesterday. I missed your call. You know, you're going to get me a, find out how much it's going to cost to repair my bike. She said, I'm just going to have to go and speak to oh. someone. They're busy at the minute, right? They're busy at the minute. I'll call you back, I promise. Right? I was like, okay, fine. Bro, this girl one-belled me. I'm not even joking. She one-belled me. It doesn't get much worse than this, right? The service was shocking. Jesus Christ, what is going on with this thing? I'm just going to turn it right now. Yeah. Anyway, so this girl, oh, this girl one belled me, right? Hung up. I was like, you, I'll call her back. She's like, right, I just spoke to the manager. He's going to charge you £70. I was like, okay, that's, that's fine. It's nothing. You pick up my bike. You repair it, 70 quid. That's good. Yeah. I don't know how much it costs to repair motorcycles, right? Yeah. I'm assuming it's a lot cheaper than a car, but I don't know how much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. If I know. So I was like, all right, cool. 70 quid's minor. I'll come pick it up. Now, I had also asked them to adjust my clutch because it was a bit tight. Yeah. When I got there to pick up, did not say nothing about the clutch. Right? He, and I was like, do you know what? I actually don't, I don't want to deal with these yeah. people now, right? <laughs> So he goes, right, 70 quid, we fix your back brake, it's all sorted, that includes the collection service. All right, fine, thank you. Paid it. They fixed my clutch, bruv. Oh. They didn't charge me for it, they didn't document that they charged for it. This is how bad these motherfuckers wow. run their business, right? Wow. They don't know what they're doing, <laughs> when they're doing, how much they're charging. And when I'm there, I'm waiting to go in and pay, and he's talking to this guy saying, yeah, we could book you in for X amount of hours, and yeah, we'd make a load of money out of it, but you know... You, you might not even get the bike fixed to the standard that you want. Instead, we just take your bike, we take our time with it, we just, yeah, we undercharge you, but at least we know that you're getting a good service. I'm like, you do not know how to run a fucking business. Yeah. And then I, I asked him what I was, I was like, look, can you got a bathroom I can use? Like, yeah, sure. My man does not have soap in his oh, toilet. <laughs> I'm like, this place is definitely not getting a comeback oh, off me. Shit. There's no chance. Wow. Oh, dude. That sounds like... But but 70 quid, needless, I was like, mate, take my money. Yeah. Take my money. Shit. I'm happy with 70 pound, get my bike fixed, all day I'll pay that. That's Shit. nothing. That's mad. Yeah, I was just... That's yeah. mad. But yeah, my, my other weird experience I had mm. was that I watched this movie yeah. called The Art of Self-Defense, right? Jesse Eisenberg. Film. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, you were saying, yeah. Dude, it's a weird film. Bro. So here's the here's the blurb. After being attacked by a motorcycle gang, K-9 
Casey joins a karate dojo to learn self-defense. He excels in the art and soon becomes, and soon begins attending a night class. Oh shit! Sorry. That's alright. I don't even, dude. I don't even know. When was this? Hold on. I'll let you do this. Do you? What? What are you done to my TV? What's it on? Prime or Netflix? Prime. Uh, no Netflix. Netflix. Sorry, guys. I'm messing around with Denny's smart TV, and I've ruined it. Fast forward it then. Do you want to uh, find where? I'll find it. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, this film is one of the most awkward films I think I've ever seen I think in my Jesse life. Jesse Eisenberg's a very awkward actor. Anyway, he always looks a bit awkward. Yeah, I'm trying. Do you know what? And the thing is, I always think, other than the Social Network, yeah. I was trying to think of like what I've seen him in. But he has done a few films. Yeah, it was in another film where he was like some kick-ass person and had like some I don't know like powers he didn't even realise and was able to take down the whole gun gang yeah. or something right his girlfriend so this is okay. where he first goes to a karate dojo alright I'm going to pause and I'm going to watch this and then I'm going to give you my right. feedback this is 13 minutes 30 into the movie if anyone wants to watch it right so I watched a couple of clips of that film and I'm a bit baffled Right. And what you saw didn't give away the storyline nah, of the movie. Nah, definitely general, didn't give me a, right? any storyline. But, but, but <laughs> it, it, it gave a really weird account of a really weird kind of martial arts club, right? Yeah. It's, when I was watching this, obviously the first interaction where he goes and sees the karate hall. Yeah. I was like, this is a terrible martial arts class, right? The instructor don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's got terrible technique. Yeah. Even the students, like, they all look awful. Mm. And it's just... Very awkward. They're very like self-righteous kind of people. They the way they're talking. They're very proud of whatever they think they are. Mm. And then, yeah. And then you see that. Wow. And it's actually there's a it's, it's a bit, bit cultish. A, it's a it actually has a bit of like a dark undertone. This movie. Okay. Like, it's a comedy, mm. but it's a really awkward comedy. Like you don't you don't laugh this way you normally would laugh yeah, yeah. you laugh in like, like a really a cringy way yeah it's like yeah. oh god oh like, it's kind yeah. of funny as well yeah like oh. I might check it out so guys the movie's called The Art of Self Defence it's got JC Eisenberg in it and the guy who played um, uh, Nicolas Cage's brother in Face Off is yeah. yeah I started watching this uh, show on Prime called um, Invincible okay so it's actually a cartoon 45 minute episodes the, the 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 people who voice it it's like an all star cast. Right. Did you watch the boys? Yeah. On Prime. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that, but it's a cartoon, so they can do a little bit more in it. But it's pretty sick. Right. It's pretty sick. The basic premise is um, some I won't give away too much, but the uh, there's a guy who's a superhero and there's a superhero team, and his son is at high school and he hasn't developed his superhero powers yet, and then right. he does, and then he has to kind of following his father's footsteps but it's if you like the boys it's got that kind of superheroes aren't all they appear to be kind of undertones to it it's pretty good it is pretty good okay it's definitely worth watching i won't give away too much apart from that but yeah when you're first watching it it's like mm, it just seems like a ripoff of loads of other superhero things like the the, the main character's um uh intro story is basically peter parker and spider-man without being bit um even how it does it even the scene where the school bully beats him up and all that kind of stuff and then he, the next day he gets his powers and the bully tries to beat him up again and he doesn't flinch and 
it's all exactly the same. But then towards the end of the first episode, it just switches, and then it like you're watching a cartoon version of the boys. It's good. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely worth watching. Um, but other than that, um, I got my I got my first jab. Got my first jab yesterday. You virtue signaling, yeah. <laughs> and um, it, how are you doing, Denny? Um, how you feel, son? Well, so when I went to get it, you go through, you have to queue up, you do everything, and like you get it. I they sit you, you down. Two meters apart, bro. Yeah, they they t- talk you through a few bits, go through a few disclaimers, make sure you understand stuff. Jab, stick it in you, hardly feel anything, and then off you go. So I thought, ah, I'm good. You know, went for like a three-mile walk after. I walked from Paddington to London Bridge to see some mates. I had loads of time to kill, so I thought I'd uh, walk. And um, everything was all good. This morning, about woke up about seven o'clock maybe. Shivers, aching all over. Like very and late, they said flu-like symptoms, but this was it. it Proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was as flu as you as you get. Like it was weird to a point where I was like, I'm not getting the second one. You were like the second one's supposed just... to not be as bad, but I was like, I'm not getting the second one. I don't <laughs> need to feel like this. This is lost. Like I do not need to feel like this. I haven't caught COVID. Do you know yeah. those jokes though? This is what you said before. Oh, I know it is. It. it is. Like, I ain't getting it. Yeah. What do I, I want to get sick I for? It's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because I've, I've gone the whole year with COVID in circulation. Not caught and never, Not caught And never felt. It's, it was this. This is actually the vaccine has made me feel more sick than I have done oh, for so dear. long. But then the weird thing was, I swear like, at 11 o'clock, I just felt fine. It was literally like, oh, I mean, I did, yeah, it was just like, uh, oh, it's gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and I just started feeling, so I had a little bit of a headache, took a couple of tablets. Um, I spoke to my mum, she said it does, like, the, 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 the flu feeling, like, comes and goes. Right. But I was like, nah, you're just old. <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> I kicked that shit already. I kicked that shit. I pissed that out with my morning kids. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And then I, I'm like, I've, as I said, I've still kind of had a headache and I've taken it easy. But that hardcore flu feeling, it was almost like, it was like, oh, 11 o'clock, got to be somewhere else. Okay. And, and that was it. But it was weird it, because that was the most ill I felt in a hell of a long time. And that was as a result of which, you know. Mate, I had, do you know, I went into this school that I teach at. Mm. And they're making me teach my my classes outside. Mm. And I'm like, guys, you do know, like, indoor sport for children is permitted indoor. Like, it's indoor sports permitted now, yeah, for kids. They're like, no. Well, my club's open for business. Yeah. Within the rules set out by the government. Yeah, but the guidance we've had is different. Right. Let me send you a link to the government <laughs> website because if it rains, I ain't teaching my class outdoors. Yeah. Luckily, I've only had two classes both been days of good yeah. weather. I think next week, according to them, will probably be the last week that I do outdoors. Oh, okay. yeah. But even then, I'm like, why? When the government says kids are allowed in... Bro, this is, this is the point, yeah? These kids that train with me... Mm. 
they all get changed in the same room. Yeah. This then we go outdoors to do our exercise. Yeah. Come back in and get changed in the same room again. Mm. So stupid. And there's the woman that works in reception, nice enough lady, she was like, oh, have you had your jab yet? I was like, no, I'm not getting a jab. She's like, why not? Because I'm young and I've already had COVID. And it wasn't that bad. She goes, yeah, but what about everyone else around you, the vulnerable people? You know, my, my daughter works in nursing and, you know, I can't even have this conversation with you really. And I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not saying other people shouldn't get vaccinated. All the vulnerable people should yeah, get yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Then what does it matter if I get COVID and all the vulnerable people have been vaccinated? Yeah. What do they care? Yeah. They can come and lick my face while I'm coughing my guts up. They're not going to get sick, right? Yeah. Vaccine works, right? Cool. What does she say? She's like, I can't. I can't. I'm just going to... I'll speak to you later, Lewis. I was like, all right. Fine. Like, you... I can't say it. I can't say it. It's not nice. Whatever I wanted to say, Denny, put it that way. I can't tolerate. <laughs> I think. I think. Unintelligent people. I think. I think it's one of those things where, again, it's similar to what I was talking to you about before, where something makes sense to someone, and there's no proper challenging challenging of it, so that sits right with them. So that's it. Yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah, I got the jab, but ultimately, if I've had. Um, and they are they are recommending people who have the jab, uh, sorry, who have had COVID to still get the jab. But ultimately, by the things that they've said, it effectively does the same thing. You have this, you have a level of immunity already as a result of having COVID. Um, so it's it's yeah. Okay. But I mean, the other day, well, not sorry, not the other day, it was yesterday or today I was reading that they've, uh, one of the leading people in the task force, the government task force, thinks that we'll be clear of it by August. Just because transmission is broken in so many ways. Like, you've had it, right, granted my vaccination wouldn't have kicked in yet, but we wouldn't be able to pass it to each other or I wouldn't be able to pass it to you. Yeah. So you would break the chain in, in any transmission, like, yeah. to someone else. So they think by August, that's going to be it. And that's what should have happened. That's what... Should That's have happened what should happen, yeah. Um, but in fairness, they didn't have a vaccine. It's well in in summer last year, but regardless, man, they should have sorted this shit out and just actually broken the chain. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, yeah, it felt weird. It felt really weird getting getting a. They should have. Do you know? Do you know what they should have done, Denny? They should have said, "Listen, guys, I'm sorry, pandemic, mandatory." Mm. Everyone has to go outside every day and do yeah. twenty minutes of exercise. Yeah. Mandatory. <laughs> yeah. Right, I want to see the parks filled. Yeah. We're gonna shut yeah. all the motorways for an hour a day. You need to run to your next junction. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't get from your junction to the next junction before that hour's up, I don't care how far it is, right? We're gonna reopen the motorways and you are cannon fodder. <laughs> We're gonna purge this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Oh shit! Vote for my new political party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna run for office with that kind of that kind that's of rhetoric. Jokes. That's jokes. I'm telling you, mate. Like, anyway, that is actually anyways. funny. But yeah, it's it's um. So when's when's your second one booked for? Uh, July. July. Yeah, it's supposed to like twelve weeks apart or something like that. Okay. July. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was um yeah it was weird getting it. 
because <laughs> the truth is, I, 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 I felt like I really don't like, like I said, like I really, this is going to make me feel ill. I'm like, it's such a high chance of you having, even like granted it was, it was like what, five hours for me. Um, but I really did feel like I really don't need to get this. I'm healthy enough. I'm like, but anyway, I did. And I was saying to you before, like one of the reasons was I, I think there are so many other people who I know and in my family who do, who should get it and they're sceptical. So I at least thought, look, okay, like I'm a example that this, you know, it's, it, it's fine. It's fine. If you need to get it, you should yeah. sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, it's, it, it, as I said, it felt weird. And I, was, I hope that's it. I hope that's it for the side effects because that, that, oh, I already feel pissed off by it. Like, I haven't been ill. <laughs> I take your vaccine. That's the only time I've actually felt horrible. It's but, not um, the one, bruv. Not the one. Especially when, you know, you, for, for the exact reason that you had previously stated, yeah. you didn't want to get it, you still went and got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's happened. And that exact, that, that exact thing happened. So, um, one other thing happened to me this week. Got kicked in the mouth. Right? Oh, uh, Taekwondo. So, so obviously, right, my, my fitness ain't, ain't great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and some of my students now, they're coming up. Yeah. They're getting good. I've got this Russian kid who, he will always, I'll always have a little soft spot for this lad, right? I took him to a tournament a few years ago. He missed his weight by like 0.1 kilos. They oh, said, wow. no, 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 you got to go in the next category. There was no one in the next category. So they merged the next category with the next category up. Oh, wow. He went and won his first fight. Yeah. Got into the finals. The kid he was fighting was huge. So I went up to the kid he's fighting and the coach. I spoke to the coach directly. I said, look, you see the size difference between me and my student and your student? Yeah. I'm just, obviously, let your boy get his lead and stuff. Yeah. Just don't, just like batter my kid, right? He's, yeah. I don't want him to leave here being so disheartened that he yeah. doesn't ever want to train again. He's like, okay. I said, look, I'm not asking you to like do anything silly. Obviously, get all your points, whatever, but yeah. just just don't hurt him. Like, right, he went, we'll, we'll get our lead and then, then I'll, talk, I'll talk to my dad first. Yeah. Obviously, he needs to get his lead. I was like, all right, fine. My student kicked the living oh, fuck shit. out of this boy. <laughs> it was so bad, bruv. The kid was crying. Oh, wow. The kid was like, try, he was getting frustrated that every time he tried something, he was getting kicked in the face. Yeah. And then I remember him going like, <gasps> and running in and walking straight into my boy's foot. Like, boom. Oh, wow. Right? I was like, oh, shit. He ruined it. I felt so embarrassed <laughs> after. I went over. I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I did not realise you were that whack. <laughs> His kid was all crying. But, but the coach should have said. Yeah. The other coach should have said, nah, don't worry. He's, he's, he's like, he should have let you know, like, oh, you don't need to worry. Yeah, because like, I was sitting there going, Daniel, don't be scared, right? You just got to be aggressive. Try and hold your own. Stand your ground. Do this, do this. Daniel's like, he's, this kid as well, he's so calm. He, he'll he be nervous. You'll, you'll be like, Daniel, are you nervous? He'll be like, um... A little bit. You'll be like, are you excited? Um, yeah, I suppose so. You're like, are you sure, mate? Are you sure? He's like, yeah, fairly sure. Okay. Right? So, so what happened? And so this lad, he's like, he's like 16 now. Mm. I've been teaching him for like eight years. Yeah. Right? 
He's he's going. He's working towards his black belt. Yeah. He's a good fighter. And uh, I'm up there. I've 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 had a couple of matches with other students just moving around, moving around. My fitness is terrible though, right? So I'm just like, <sighs> I get into this wide stance, mm. and I just when he goes to kick me in the head, I just pulled my head back. And as I pulled my head back, I thought, oh, shit, this is Daniel. He could probably smack me in the oh, he oh, smacked shit. me right in the mouth, yeah, because he threw like a front leg hook kick, mm. and then he came back the same way. So his foot kind of done like a windscreen type washer movement where he went came back and yeah. on the return smack me right in the mouth yeah I jumped I like I jumped in towards him as if nothing had happened yeah and then kicked him straight in the head to like get my little points back yeah, he didn't yeah. hit him hard just just in the side of his head just to get my point back but some of my students noticed that he kicked me in the face right yeah. I noticed bruv my <laughs> eyes are watering my nose is running I was like I was like I've got a nosebleed or what's going on but I had to obviously like just I work for it obviously I'm used to getting kicked in the face punched in the face whatever so yeah. it, it's alright for me I didn't like panic and I, I just carried on you know didn't take it quite so chilled after that and actually like scored points moved scored yeah. points moved then after I was like talking to my students I was like look don't know if, who saw Daniel managed to kick me in the face today they're like yeah yeah I saw a coach I saw I was like alright Daniel come in man Everyone give Daniel a round of applause. Kick me in the face. Yeah, like a savage. I was like, but do you know what the problem is? Like, What's that? I goes, why do I still have my teeth? <laughs> right? You don't get points for kicking someone in the face in Taekwondo unless the referee sees it, yes? They're like, right. So if the referee didn't see the contact, did I act like I'd been kicked in the face? They were like, no. I said, right, because he didn't kick me hard enough. Right. If you're going to kick someone in the face, make sure their nose is bleeding after. Make sure they're lying flat on the floor. Mm. That way you know you're going to get them points. Sound like flipping Sensei Crease. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> Talking about martial arts, did you watch, um, have you seen the highlights of, uh, do you, what do you think of Michael Venom Page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see his recent fight? You see I, the highlights? I actually haven't, no. Check. He does one kick to this guy. So it actually went all the, it went the distance. Okay. But some of the highlights, I'll just uh, pause this quickly and get your thoughts. Yeah, MVP. I think it went it went in the distance, but MV, MVP got in with some good, good shots. And you just saw there that would say it was a front turning kick. Yeah, yeah, it caught him flush. Yeah, I mean th the thing is though with these, the guys who who he's fighting against mm. now. He, so so basically, he was fighting like fairly low level guys, fairly low level guys. Yeah, and then he had. Uh, a fight with a pretty decent guy, a uh, higher level fighter, uh, Douglas Lima. Yeah. And Douglas Lima knocked him out in Did the second not? round. Okay. After getting stunned, yeah. he stunned Lima, and then he come running in, and then Lima fucked him. Now, Lima's a former uh, UFC guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Since then, he's fought four punching bags again. Right. And ruined them all. Okay. And it's like, it's like Bellator's like trying to... Yeah, they get, know. Get his pump up, get him right. up. Because like he, like he, he went. Um, so let's let's go his last few fights. So it's like uh, win against Santos in the second round, win against uh, Gonzalez in the third round split decision. Um, David Rickles knockout second round TKO, and then Paul Daly he won a decision against. That was that was like one of the worst fights ever because 
They were both scared of each other, basically. Daly didn't want to get hit. And Paul Daly is, again, a former UFC guy. Right. Uh, Daly actually got kicked out of the UFC for um, punching after the bell. Okay. Like, he tried to proper fight this guy after the like, cheap shot. Him. Anyway. So he beats Paul Daly in a decision. Terrible fight. But that gets him a fight with Douglas Lima, who's yeah. a high-level striker as well. Yeah. Douglas Lima knocked him out. And then from Douglas Lima... And Paul Daly, he then goes to fighting nobodies again. Oh. And he fought three nobodies in 2019, one nobody in 2020, and another nobody this year. Just now. And I'm not, when I say nobody, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to those fighters, but in terms of their, their, pedigree their, their and, credits yeah. and their pedigree, it's not, it's not on the same level as Douglas Lima for yeah, damn yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's, it's like they're trying to build him back up. Yeah. Build him back up. Yeah. And... They, and that's the, the good thing about Bellator is that they'll do that if the, if you've got some clout and like he get he has a lot of social media stuff as well because I don't know if you remember he knocked out this guy Cyborg with a flying knee and caved his skull in oh wow now Cyborg was actually a high level guy but he's a jiu-jitsu dude right so he was going for a takedown yeah walked into the flying oh, knee literally yeah, yeah. you know when you you know when you get those like cheap plastic footballs yeah and then they go half flat and then you kick it and it's got like an indentation yeah. where your foot was that's what oh uh, gosh yeah that's what Cyborg's head was like oh wow Cyborg, a bruised Cyborg yeah mess him up wow but um, but funnily enough actually because I was what I was listening to uh, the Joe Rogan experience because I'm a traitor um, <sighs> and he was talking to this guy Stephen Thompson who's also a karate guy just like MVP yeah and they were talking about front leg turning kicks okay and this is the weekend before the last UFC event yeah he goes, isn't front leg turning kick a bit weird, isn't it? Because you don't, you don't have to put much in it. Sometimes you just get a little pop and you can knock someone out with front leg turn. Just boom, leg comes up, yeah. hits him right. And then what happened there? Yeah. Daily just skipping front leg turn. You watch Rose number Eunice. Yeah. She, little front leg turn, boom. Yeah, that was sick. Clap Whaley Jang right on the jaw and yeah. just put her lights out for a second. Yeah. So it's... She didn't even realise she, she didn't, man. She, she got up. She's like, what are you she, doing? Yeah, what what's going on? What's going on? I've seen when people do that and they watch the replay after, like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, she hit herself in the head after. Yeah, She's yeah. like, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the interesting thing is, though, like, when Rose beat um, Joanna Jancic, she mm. knocked Joanna out as well in the first round. That's it. And Joanna was a highly decorated fight, right? Yeah. Like, she was the boogie monster of, of that division, right? Mm. She was, like, twisting everyone up. Rose comes... Knocks her out first round, like dominates her. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, Rose has got a rematch. Rematch. All right, fine. Fair enough. Joanna was a dominant champion for a long time. Yeah. So fine, give her a rematch. And then they had a much closer second fight. It went the distance, but it still, it was Rose's fight. Yeah, yeah. Then Rose lost to Jessica Andrade. Then Andrade lost to Weili Zhang. Mm. Was that the that mad one though, and they just punched each other up for? A... No, no, that was when. So then after that, Weili Zhang fought Yuan Yuan Jinchek, who Rose had beat. Right. That was the mad one where they just punched shit yeah, out yeah, each other yeah. for five rounds. Yeah. Weili won that. Yeah. Then Weili fights Rose. Rose knocks her out yeah. first round. Now they're saying, yeah, but Rose has got a rematch. I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on. How come? Based on what? Exactly. She knocked her out first round. Same way she knocked out Yuana first round. I'm like, they're just trying to be harsh to my girl because she's Taekwondo back and it's disrespecting the Taekwondo people. Yeah. But who else was on that card? There was a... 
Usman Masvidal. Yes, which obviously ended in a nice TKO. And then yeah. uh, Shevchenko mm. was fighting Jessica Andrade, actually, who went up a weight category. Right. So Andrade is known as being like a bit of a bully. Yeah. And she's a jiu-jitsu girl, right? So they're like, Shevchenko's going to keep to her kickboxing, stay on the outside. Yeah. Shevchenko took that girl down like six, seven times, beat the fuck out of her on the ground, put in a, got her in a crucifix, you know, crucifixes. Yeah, yeah. Got in a crucifix and just elbowed the shit out oh, of her face to the referee stop. I've seen it. And then when she got up, she was like, she, when she got up, she was just like walking around like, you fucking people. You send me these, these weak, pathetic <laughs> examples of athletes and tell me that they're going to give me problems. I will go to their specialty area, whatever it may be, and I will fuck them in their specialty area. And then I'll spit on their grave. <laughs> I'll tell you who's a fight. I, I, I watched uh, Usman versus uh, Covington. Covington, it was all right. Yeah, was, Covington I didn't realise it, yeah. That's the first time I properly watched, because I've, I've, I've seen his like... Here's the thing though, the level of skill demonstrated in striking in that match yeah. was not high. No, you know, it but now, yeah. when you watch yeah. Usman, yeah. his level of skill yeah. of striking has improved significantly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I even said this actually, after Usman beat... Gilbert Burns mm. Gil- I think it was Gilbert Burns yeah he beat Gilbert Burns Gilbert Burns is a hard hitter right Usman actually got dropped in the first round by Burns okay and then came back and picked him off yeah. with a jab with a straight right just picked him off and his striking looked so much better in that fight than anywhere else and he had changed camps as well with a different coach and I said when he called out Masvidal again for a rematch mm. I said oh he thinks his striking's got so much better now so he's happy to call out Masvidal for a, a bigger payday, yeah, like yeah, an easy yeah. payday. Yeah. And um, and I genuinely didn't think it was going to go that way. I thought they were going to have a, a much closer match if it was when engaged with the striking more. Yeah. But um, but yeah, obviously, he was very smart what he did. He faked like he's going for a level change yeah. and he came across with the right hand. And you see the way he punched him as well. He punched through Jorge. Yeah. Punched right. through him. So I think if... I think he wants to fight Colby next because he's like, well, if we fight the same way again, I'm going to fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. This guy, Stephen Thompson. Yeah. No one wants to fight that guy. He's nearly 40 years old. I think he's 39 right now, right? Okay. And he's beaten everyone. He, he lost, obviously, to Darren Till. Yeah. Just about. Darren Till went up, up to the next weight category now, I think. Um, and then after that, and that was a points loss. And he actually got knocked out by this guy, Anthony Pettis, with a Superman punch. Yeah, now, bear in mind, Wonder Boy has only been knocked out once in his entire career. That was that one fight, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that's it. He's done now. He's done. Yeah. Then he went and fought this guy, Vicente Luque, who just beat, who just knocked out Tyron Woodley in the first round. Okay. Right? Only got to knock out Tyron Woodley in any round. Yeah. And... Um, and yeah, uh, he he picked Vicente Luque apart for rounds. Then there's another guy, Jeff Neal, who they were like, yeah, yeah, he's the next up and comer. Yeah. We'll f- we'll feed Thompson to him. That way he's got a, a bigger name. Yeah. Thompson picked him apart as well. So I'm sure. like, right, Usman has to fight Wonder Boy now. Yeah. He has to, but Wonder Boy has to fight Gilbert Burns first. So I think if he fights and beats Gilbert Burns, then they'll... then he'll get Usman. Okay. And I think that is the way that Wonderboy becomes champion because who does who does Usman fight next then? He's going to fight Co- Covington, Covington next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he needs he needs Covington to uh, he needs 
Covington needs Usman to sign that contract. I don't know if it's signed yet, but he yeah. needs Co- uh, Usman to sign that contract quick because there's so many other potential fights out mm. there. Like Leon Edwards was supposed to fight Nate Diaz. That's falling through now. I didn't get now. that. Could you try again? How about you can shut the fuck up, you snitch? Huh. Um, so yeah, now that that fight's not going ahead, you know, in theory, Leon Edwards could be like, well, yeah, I want to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Do you think? Do you think uh, GSP and Usman will happen? That's unlikely. GSP's done. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was talking about it on on a podcast that I watch, um, uh, but and he said he would like to fight him, but he says, yeah, he doesn't think he doesn't think it's going like, to happen now. The only way it'd happen is if Dana came into the gym yeah. at the exact right time and offered him a silly amount of money. Yeah, he'd be like, all right, fuck it, then I don't get. Yeah, 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 yeah. And talking about flipping that, Ben Askren, did you watch that? Ben Askren, Jake Paul, we're going back a little bit, but did you? Yeah, man. So here's the thing, right? I watched, everyone was saying Ben Ben Askren was going to win, but I, all all the MMA people, but here's the thing. Really? I watched Ben Askren. So after that, the first time, the first time I heard of Ben Askren was against Masvidal. Didn't get a chance to see him fight, right? Well, yeah, that's that's what I mean. So, but then you hear Masvidal talking and you hear Masvidal saying, I knew exactly what he's like. I knew that was going to work. Like, that was the plan. It worked. Bam. Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched a couple of other Ben Askren fights. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can see how the heck you got knocked out so easily by Masvidal. I honestly feel like if it was stand-up, I could take him. Yeah. He just looks so... He's, he's, he's a wrestler, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's, got, he's got the... Like, he he's does clearly a good... wrestling thing. He'll go for one takedown, he'll switch to another takedown, switch to another takedown. Uh, he keeps switching techniques. Right. As soon as he feels any resistance on one, he'll go for another technique until he eventually gets the one that okay. he's not ready for. So I, I, I don't doubt his wrestling pedigree. The CV's there. But his striking, his stand-up, his, it, he just didn't look like he, he was for MMA. I know he's supposed to have been champions in other other things, but I was like, the fact you came to UFC and got beat Wait, up so quickly, he so was badly. undefeated in one FC. Yeah, one FC has got some amazing strikers. You think Mighty Mouse just got knocked out in one FC? His first ever I was knockout like, loss. I was thinking he just looks so the way his stance, the way it's like you're just open to get punched in the face. Yeah, it was oh. weird. It was weird, but then obviously um, Jake Paul sparked him. This yeah. is this is a weird thing. Even the whole like, thing with um, Jake Paul's calling everybody out now. Yeah, who's that uh, with with Cormier talking about? He'll take him out. He'll do this, and and I'm like, this is stupid. Like, how many how many how many people are they going to allow Jake Paul to embarrass? Well, the thing is, right? As a as a Askren had retired, he's yeah. still under contract with the UFC. Yeah, but he was never going to fight again. He had two hip replacements. Yeah. Right. He ain't going to fight again in UFC. Yeah. UFC were like, all right, fine. You want to go fight him? Fine, go fight him. Yeah. What you want to earn. Now he's talking about fighting Kamara Usman. Now, let's not play, yeah? Yeah. He's fought, um, what's his name? Uh, Jake Paul. Yeah. Fought Ben Eskren. Yeah. Who, two hip replacements, yeah. never a striker. Yeah. You know, came over to the UFC, had a fluke win. Mm-hmm against Robbie Lawler, where yeah. he had been beat the shit out of, dropped on his head, managed to get Robbie Lawler in a bulldog choke, and the referee thought he was out, and he might be, he might not have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. 
Then he got beat three times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them in horrific fashion. <laughs> and then that was him done, right? And then you see him online training on social media. All you had to do was watch him train and you go, well, he's not winning. Yeah. This is Whatever the thing. it is, if it's to do with punching people, he's not winning this it. This is the thing. And he also went on social media, it shows him training with Freddie Roach and GSP, right? GSP went to a training session that he was at, I think, or... Anyway, GSP asked Freddie Roach, he's like, so how long have you been training for? He goes, no, he came down for one week. Just took some photos and stuff, videos, just for just for the gram, and then they left. Here's the thing, though. I don't doubt Cormier or most of the other people put him in put Jake Point Octagon they would win I don't I'm not so confident many of them would beat him in boxing no no they would Us, Usman would beat him in boxing Cormier maybe not because Cormier's old as fuck he ain't got no yeah, condition but, this, but this, is, this is what I'm saying so all the stuff they're saying even if it's but, Usman I don't know but even like how, when I see because they they have to fight boxing and uh Jake Paul has been training. Jake Paul actually looks good. Like he's not a bad boxer. He's clearly not gonna, you know, you're not he's not gonna beat a world title fighter. But he's been now boxing, training regularly as a boxer for three years. Yeah, he's quick. He's he's already. Uh, I don't think them having to step in and do what he's doing yeah. in his rules with three months training. I don't think many people are gonna beat him. Okay, and they're gonna make themselves look well, silly. Well, the thing, right? Here's a lot the of them are up for it because it's a half a million pound payday at least. Yeah. Why not just fight Chris Eubank Jr.? Who? Uh, Jake Paul. Because he wouldn't. He spoils the game. Because he will get yeah. fucked up. Yeah, definitely. Like, here's the thing though, Denny, right? This is like, this is like Andy Murray challenging a, crest, a, a chess grandmaster to, yeah. play, to play tennis. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You chess master, come, come on the court. So I can't remember this chess master's particular particular name, but I was just saying, it was like, let's say his name was Ruben Peters. It's like, how do you beat Ruben Peters? Don't play him at chess. Yeah. And this is the thing though. But Checkers, punk. <laughs> but this is the thing, for their careers would do them, like Jake Paul has found his lane. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, what I'm seeing is he's dragging people without them even realising into his lane they're not dragging him into theirs yeah. and that's so even afterwards when I was like you know I'm sure some of the MMA people are getting sick of Ox being asked about him but they're saying yeah well, but in the end they're like I'll fight him I respect what he's doing I'll fight him for half a million I'll fight him for a million pounds I'll fight him for half a million but maybe they've got enough money to be set up then but I think someone like that do they get back if I was Kamara Usman I'd take a bunch of camera people yeah. I'd find Jake Paul I'd be like, fight me now, punk. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd take him yeah. down, just in the street, yeah. I'd just take him down and I'd just slap his face like a yeah. little bitch. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. So, who Stop was, hitting yourself. Who was Stop the other one yourself. who was supposed to fight him first? Uh, supposed to fight who? He was supposed to fight Jake Paul. It there's, was... There's t- there were talks of... They offered was, Michael Bisping the fight, right? No, who was Connor's mate? The... What, Artem Lobov? No, oh, no. Surely not. Who, who, you know, when, 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 who did Khabib go for when he jumped over the ring? After we beat Connor. Oh, Dylan Dennis. Yeah, so he was supposed to be fighting Dylan Dennis. Also, first. someone who's striking is terrible, bro. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. Known for having shit striking. Yeah, and now Dylan Dennis, there was reasons why it never went through. He posted on Twitter, let me save the MMA community. Someone else commented, you need to be part of the MMA community. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on the thing saying, yeah, what's his name? And he was actually going through the gameplay. He was like, oh, yeah, look. Um, 
uh, Asquin's going to destroy him. Asquin's going to destroy him. He's going to do this. He's going to do this. But he was oh, talking okay. on this podcast watch uh, with, I um, can't remember the guy's name now, but he was talking about how he was supposed to have the deal first. And then there was, he basically was recovering from a knee, knee surgery. So he said, I need, like, give me a month more. And then what's his name was just like, no. he said, next thing he knew, uh, Ben Asquin had the fight. So, um, but he was saying, yeah, Ben Askren's going to take him. All he's going to do is going to do this. Da, 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 da. So I think like even the way people were talking and backing Ben Askren. It's like they, it's, it's stupid. It's like they didn't look on his this Instagram. This is what I mean. Yeah. It's stu- and now they're saying, oh, he hadn't got hand. But you were backing him like. Yeah. It's it's just. Do you know what it is? It's when conspiracy theorists shit goes wrong. They go, yeah. yay. Well, <laughs> that was just a distraction. Yeah. From the main thing. Yeah. It's, but I just think they need to stay away from it. Yeah. Know? I mean, to be honest, like. Even, I don't, to be fair, you know, Connor's boxing is highly overrated. His boxing ain't good. When you watch Connor throw punches, he throws some terribly, terrible lines. Like, he throws these overhands that go completely, they're completely vertical. Yeah. He throws an overhand that goes completely down to the floor. Like, the fuck? Who taught you that that's okay to throw that shit? Yeah, yeah. And he's he's not clean at all with his boxing. He's got a strong left hand. His boxing has got worse over the last few years. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, I don't know what to think about him now. I and, just can't. I, I don't know where the motivation's coming from. And here's the thing. I think, don't get me wrong, I think he'll, he'll be motivated to, to get back. He, this is what people said when he lost to Nate Diaz. Mm. They went, oh, you know, that's it. He's got all this money now, all this fame. Yeah. Now he's, and then he lost to Nate Diaz. They're like, oh, he's done. He's washed up. Yeah. He came back, had a hard fight against Nate Diaz. Yeah. Won it. And then went on to become the two-weight world champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my thing with it is now is, like, he's got a kid. He's yeah, got all these other things. It's I, like... And, and I know all of that. A lot of his fame, even the whiskey, is based off of his fame now. as... Has he sold it now? Yeah, he uh, sold his share. This is, like... He's still a brand ambassador, I think. Yeah. But it's like, when I was thinking, it's like... Do you know what else he did? What? You remember there was an incident, he punched that old guy? mm he bought that pub that, that 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 incident took place in, and he barred the old guy. Really? I shit you not, barred that old guy. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a bit scummy. But maybe he's like, you don't drink my whiskey. Yeah. You don't drink my whiskey, you're not welcome here. Fuck off you. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, but weird. So, but that's the thing, right? So I don't, I don't think. I wouldn't go, oh, that's it, Connor would definitely knock him out. Yeah. Because Connor's lines are terrible. My thing, I just... I He's just strong as shit with his left hand. I think, like, you, you could, there's, you know, his story's well documented, him coming up, him doing all he's doing, iron on his back, all this sort of stuff, great. I'll tell you what, i tell but you what. But that, that, I can't see, like, and he, because he was so much about the money, like, early on he was about, like, um, I got the bonus. I got the money. That's fifty. I remember when, like he was like, "That's fifteen k or something like that." Yeah, like, this, Dana, fifty yeah, G's, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you're so like he's got it, like what? That's what I'm interested in hearing him talking about. Like, what's his motivation now? What? Why is he? Yeah. If it's just ego, I don't think that's enough. No, of course not. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think obviously, if he gets the win over Dustin. He's still in 155, which is a nightmare of a weight division at the minute. Yeah. But the thing is, you got, you got to bear this in mind. Connor's always been the underdog. Yeah, it's true. When he it's fought true. Jose Aldo, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a huge underdog. He was on, 
People are going, it's who the true. fuck does this guy think he yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Jose's going to destroy and him. And the other guy. Um, Eddie okay, Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, yeah. They were like, they, they were saying, Eddie is the worst guy in the division in terms of, like, everyone else is, Eddie's actually the easiest opponent for Connor, and Eddie's still easily going to wipe the floor with Connor. Connor's going to have a nightmare against Eddie. And Connor is just like, that. He had one of the most dominant performances in a title fight. Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Be interesting. I want to see. Do you know what? Connor Ben, Connor Ben versus Jake Paul. You know who Connor, Connor Ben, ben. Is? Yes. Nigel yeah, Ben. Yeah, Nigel Ben son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seen Connor Jake Ben's Paul. last fight? I did. Yeah. Beat the fuck out of that guy, yeah. my man. See, I don't want to see Jake Paul fight anyone proper. You I actually don't. See I like this circus. <laughs> I actually do like this WWE, circus. WWE, isn't it? It is. It's entertainment. That's exactly what I said. I said this is this is WWE. Yeah. This is WWE. The stuff that he's like. You want him to just even, like get a bodybuilder. Even even the Cormier stuff, like them them walking up to each other, pointing in each other's faces, pushing the other hands. Yeah. It's all W. It's it's it's. I think DC all, did that for clout. Yeah. It's all it's all WWE stuff, and um, I feel like, I mean, him and Connor will probably be one of the biggest fights ever. How crazy is that? How has he managed to get himself YouTube fan? Yeah. Like you're talking a bigger draw than flipping Canelo, at the moment. They're fighting tonight, isn't it? Canelo, yeah, Billy yeah, Joe, and uh, Billy Joe. Yeah, what do you think of that? I've got Canelo. And I, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm. Billy Joe Saunders does hit hard. You know, he's, he's got that pikey strength. Yeah. Sorry, people. I'm not being prejudiced. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah. You can't say pikey strength is a derogatory term. That's like saying the black guys run faster than white guys. Right? It's like saying that Asian people are better at maths. Right? <laughs> It's just, it's just there, okay? It's a fact, right? If you say negative shit, that's different. Positive shit, what do you call it? Positive racism? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You're going to get me mad. Uh, yeah, basically, right, he's got that pikey power. <laughs> pikey power, go! Anyway, but think about the level of adversity Canelo has faced. He's fought Triple G twice. Yeah, Triple yeah. G hits yeah. hard as shit. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. he's learned his lessons. Yeah, you know, he's he's had some hard fights. Who's that other guy? He knocked out the yeah. the Russian dude. Recently, I think it was a light heavyweight fight. Was it cruiserweight fight? Is it what Canelo going up weights? Canelo's four weight world champion son. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. He's got one one loss in his record against. Mayweather. Yeah. I was in Vegas at that time, actually. The build-up was so sick. Mate, he is a high-level guy. Yeah. He's a high-level guy. But, um, but yeah, he's a... I I I think Canelo will win. Um, 10th round? Sorry? What round? I'm going to go 8th round knockout. Okay. I think he's going to take him in the 10th round. Fair enough. Sergey Kovalev, that was who he beat. So he beat Kovalev, who was a bad mama jammer. And that was for the light heavyweight title. Mm. And he also beat Danny Jacobs just before that for the uh, super world middleweight title. So, you know, he's he's doing what he needs to do. He's doing what he needs to do. Yeah. He yeah. beat Triple G. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. yeah that's it um, you know you look through his 
look for his record, he, he's done all right for himself, man. Koto Amir Khan, obviously, you remember when he knocked out Amir Khan? Oh my god, yeah, that was harsh. Well, it was very harsh. Who's that? Lomachenko fighting next. Obviously, Lomachenko lost to thing, you know. Yeah. Who's fighting? Isn't he fighting tonight as well on the undercard? I don't know. Or well, he's fighting Let's soon. Let's have a look. Um, I'll tell you what we, what we obviously haven't been on for a bit. Go on. Uh, George Floyd. Uh, the uh, Chauvin. He got found guilty. Yeah. He did. He got found guilty. He did indeed. Yeah. Tiamif, uh, Tiafimo yeah, Lopez yeah. is the guy. But uh, I don't know if Lopez is fighting. First time since. He is fighting soon. Sorry, we'll come to George Floyd thing in one second. Mas- okay, so it says set for return against Masayoshi Nakatini. Yeah, and this guy's. June. Oh, that's next month. Tiafimo Lopez is fighting George Cambosos, who's got a 19 and no record. But When's that? Uh, do you know what? it doesn't s- hold on I feel like it's I feel like it's it's soon uh, just says pending approval so uh, it doesn't it doesn't actually say but um but yeah that guy's 19 and 0 okay. not, not a terrible record but not then, a bum you know Vasily Lomachenko only had 14 professional or his 15 professional fights yeah yeah, but obviously he had his amateur career. Yeah, his, he was he he got a title shot, didn't he? On his, his like second fight. His second fight, yeah. It's and his first one he lost. Mm. <laughs> mad. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Anyway, and to be fair, Lomachenko is a little bit older, but he also fought a terrible fight that fight. Mm. But yeah, George Floyd, man. Yeah. There's there's a bit of okay. Here's the thing, right? <sighs> okay, then let me ask. Yeah. In your opinion, if yeah. you were judge, jury, executioner, whatever, yeah, and you were assessing that situation, yeah, and let, or let, let me let me give you a, a breakdown of the situation from from as as close to a neutral perspective as I can give it. Okay. Cops get called out yeah. to a guy apparently with some counterfeit bills. Yeah. As they arrive, they see him stash something away. Yeah. Right. As soon as they start talking to him, he starts saying, I can't breathe. Right. They, um, they ultimately, he's like, being a bit erratic. He's in the car first, wasn't he? Yeah. They put him in the car and he started like, almost like, having a panic attack. Yeah, he's like, no, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. So they take him out, Mm. they cuff him. Mm. He doesn't really resist in like, the typical sense of resisting. Yeah. But still they decide to lay him down flat on his chest. Mm. And then lean their knee on across his neck. Yeah. Now, the the doctor comes. Obviously, when the guy dies, doctor comes and does a autopsy and says, "Look, this guy had potentially potentially lethal doses mm. of shit." What's the name of that drug? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Yeah. Yeah. But also, obviously, this whole putting your knee on the guy's neck unnecessarily for mm. like. You know, what was it seven minutes? Nine yeah. minutes. Yeah, you know, is probably a contributing factor as well. Cool. What do you do to that cop? He's killed someone, mm. intentionally or not. So this really is what I'll say. Situation management. This is what I'll say. Um, so they done a second autopsy. The family got or whoever it was got got an independent one. 
and they said it was because of me. But I think all of that aside, if you've got someone who's being erratic and is saying they can't breathe or is showing any sort of signs of hyperventilating, having a panic attack, how do you think to put them on the floor and put your knee on their neck? Mm. That So it's almost, it's almost like... Oh, someone t- you, like it's like covering someone's mouth if they're having an asthma attack. Yeah. Like you're you're clearly that's the thing for me. And as I said, I I still think the issue with this was arrogance of the police, where you lot of public aren't going to tell us what to do. We're in charge. We're the police. Mm. So we're going to keep doing what we can do just to prove to you lot you lot don't get to tell us. And they stood there to continue as people were saying. No, stop, stop, stop. So I think he should have been found guilty. I th- I think he was continually standing there just to be a prick. I think his colleagues that were there didn't have the balls. No, not the other two. The, 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 to tell the truth, so there was one who was standing there. Because in... they're talking about prosecuting him as well now. So I think two of them definitely definitely should, right? So there's the one who, they, there was four of them. There's two who, I to tell the truth, off the top of my head, I can't really see where they are. I know someone holding their legs down while he was, Yeah. right. So the one, the one, there's obviously him. One of them was definitely his first week on the job. Yeah, but there's him who, obviously, Derek Chauvin, who obviously clearly sees his knee on his neck. And then there's the other guy who's standing there and he's he's more controlling the crowd. So he's probably two metres from him. He's keeping his social distance. He's probably two metres from him. Now, this is what I didn't like when I watched it, is you can see an ira- how hyped up the crowd are getting. You can hear what they're saying and you're not even going to turn around and look. He hardly even looked because his focus was on, you guys ain't going to tell us what to do. No, you guys stay back. It wasn't on anything. And it's that kind of power. It's safety, isn't it? Yeah. It's that line they use. That, but that, that power, that power narrative, that, that power that they feel they have, that authority they feel they have. Yeah. That's where the issue is. Yeah, you should have a level of authority, but it's how they use that. It's that abuse, like you are, at the end of the day, you're supposed to be serving the public, but you're not even going to attempt to listen to them. So I think if I was prosecuting him, I'd definitely be like, look, man, you're guilty of at least like manslaughter, even if it's like by way of negligent, whatever. I feel like there needs to be something, and I don't know, because I would find it like, how do you... Here's the thing, right? He could have done that, because this is the thing, he could have done that in... So many other circumstances, he could have done it if someone, a policeman was kicking someone in the shins. And they're going, yeah. they're kicking him in his ankle, they're kicking him in the shins. Look what they're doing, look what they're doing. And the guy behind him wouldn't have, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have died, yeah? He would have had a limp for a few days. Yeah. But the fact that as someone who is supposed to protect and serve, you're not even paying attention to someone in trouble. I feel like there needs to be some sort of punishment associated with being a bystander when another policeman is doing so. And I think that's what he should... I don't know if there isn't me, but I think he should be charged with that to the high, whatever level, okay. the highest it should be. That's fair. Because, um, yeah, there needs to be that sort of a self-accountability among them. The, the, the other two, I mean, I don't know. Again, if you've got, if you've got uh, someone who's... who's like it's their first day out, they've been on the job a week and there's a senior person, what do you do? Again, that's the police force, right? That's the yeah. police, that's the training. That's what I mean. It's so much bigger than 
what what yeah. do they do in that situation? Yeah, obviously Derek Chauvin clearly, uh, and as I said, the other guy, the way he was standing, he was more seat. He had been there longer. Something needs to happen to him, but it's complicated as to what. I think it's very clear cut with with Derek Chauvin, but the others, it's complicated as to what they would be charged with. That's the problem. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen there. But I think they do need to. I think this has to be one of those landmark cases where it gets used as an example, and it will be often referred to when you know future things happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 um, it's a bit mad. But I was, I was uh, it was a Joe Budden podcast actually. They were recording, waiting for it to come to come through. So they were like proper like they were proper like um, like well like talking like if if this don't go right, like America could literally. But here's the problem, right? So you've got a jury, yeah, who are well aware mm. that the whole country is at yeah, tipping yeah. point, yeah. I mean, if they don't convict this guy, he's done. Yeah. You got another guy who was wearing a t-shirt that said "Get off my neck," before he got selected for jury service, mm. attending like publicly saying like, you know, the um, uh, Chauvin needs to needs to be sent to prison. It's like, yeah. as a jury, you're supposed to be unbiased. Yeah. You you got given a questionnaire and asked, "Have you been to any protests?" Yeah. Meanwhile, you're wearing a t-shirt that protests. But when they couldn't, they get rid of him as a as a thing, or they could have, yeah. Not now. See, it, it, it was one. It was. It now, was one of those things where, where. Um, I mean, he's 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 a contestant, isn't it? He's going yeah. for an appeal. And and the fact that this fucking juror has come out publicly going, yeah, well, we kind of knew from the get go that he was going to be guilty, oh, publicly shit. saying shit like that, yeah. and where and obviously the his legal team have dug up pictures of him wearing t-shirts say "Get off my neck" from so last year. So he might year. have a retrial. So I mean, to tell you, I still mate, think he I still get think. Dismissed. Nah, they won't dismiss it. They won't dismiss it. They won't. You can get acquitted. No, I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying they won't. I'm not. Are you gonna get a retrial? What's isn't there that um, what's that law you got? What one? Not double jeopardy. Mm. Nah. So because double jeopardy is is if you've been I thought double found jeopardy is like you found guilty, you can't be found guilty of it again. Yeah, you get found guilty for murdering Denny, for example. Yeah. And then turns out Denny faked his death, so I murdered him yeah, for real. Yeah. And then I think they've actually, I think they've actually scrapped that, or or there's some some something with that. I don't know if it was those. It might have actually been in the UK or something like that. But I don't think they're not going to let him walk, even if he appeals. I think I think the the complica- I, I understand the complications He's around get shanked in prison. End of. Yeah, <laughs> I get the complications around with the rules. Like there's, I think most people will have what's wrong and what's right. With regards to the other cops involved, yeah, and everyone can say they shouldn't have done this, they should have done this. But in terms of the actual rules, I think, I think um, that might be harder to convict them. But I don't think I can't see him getting away with anything. All that because did you did you watch any of the trial? There was even other police testifying against him. There was a lot of like they were, they were like yeah, this guy's got to go. We're going to throw him under the bus like. <laughs> If like, sorry son yeah and it's like sacrificial <laughs> lamb yeah and they're going to be like we're going to use it anytime someone tries to say please stick together no no did you see Chauvin we don't yeah. stick together they're he's like, going to be like one example forever Chauvin walking out of the court going meh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sacrificial he's lamb no no nah, nah, I've got a black friend I can't be racist like, we don't um, stick together what about Chauvin we, we threw him under the bus yeah, but um, yeah I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with the others I think that's where it's going to be a bit more complicated yeah yeah um, but 
Funny enough, actually, there was this thing, I told you about it before, where there was a guy who had been arrested for uh, being part of a neo-Nazi Facebook group. Was this he was in the UK? Officer. Was this in the yeah. UK? Yeah, yes, yeah. UK I, I saw officer. this, yeah. So we spoke about this on the podcast a while back, and yeah. then the, the article was in the news like the last week or so. Yeah. He got sentenced to five years. Yeah. The article that talks about his sentencing doesn't mention at all that he's autistic. And I'm like, don't get me wrong, if you're racist, autism doesn't excuse you from being racist, but there's some underlying thing here, like, they kind of ignore, I don't know how far on the spectrum he is, don't know what he's doing. It's one of those things, right, it's like, I would be, I mean, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention, so I saw the headlines, I saw police officer, part of a banned Nazi group, arrested, uh, sentenced, right? Um, and, and basically he didn't seem like he was too smart because things he tried to hide weren't hidden very well, basically. So now I didn't look into it to see if he had done anything. I clearly can understand how him having those thoughts and ideologies in the position he has can influence decisions he's making. Now, should he get five years? Yes. Should he get 10 years? Yes. Should he get 20 years? Yes. But it has to surely be in perspective to someone who has clearly done worse things and they get two years in jail. They get three years in jail. Yeah. It's all, that's my thing. It's like, what's the benchmark? If, 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 if he's going to get five years for that, then someone who's been done a couple of times for drink driving and then on the third time they kill someone shouldn't get three years. Mm. Like... That's my thing with it. It's like, okay, if that's what five years is, then the drink drive incident should be 20 years. It needs to all be proportionate. It needs to all be proportionate. That's my thing. Um, you get a lot less people breaking the freaking rules. Yeah, that's that's the thing, you know. But, yeah, obviously he deserves to be in um, under the jail, as they say. Yeah, man. But again, it's yeah. just everything else being put in perspective. Yeah. But it's... We'll see what happens, but if we see what happens with that appeal, personally, I hope you don't fucking get it. Yeah. Because you know, an example does need to be made. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like an unfair example. The guy's clearly a dickhead. Yeah, it will definitely be. I think, as I said, the complications are going to happen with um, those other three. And I hope this is the thing, right? It's it's obviously emotional. There's been too many times when police have got off, but. I feel like there needs to be more pressure on the system and the rules being changed than focusing on this person yeah. going down. Because, do you, do you what see what I mean? The next person after him, the next person after Is, him, yeah. would have gone down, but now because you changed the rules, yeah. you that guy. Exactly. Not. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated, but at least, yeah, for now difficult times it is it is I feel like we could do a proper a good deep deep dive in the whole shaving thing but maybe for tonight we'll call it quits we'll call it a day and have to do do our um, old school throwbacks yeah man so I'm start I'm ready I recently was like uh, just joking around there's some Jamaica thing you know just talking like me from Jamaica Mm. which is like terrible Jamaica accent (laughs) it's not even like I'm trying for real for real you know sound like that the one the guys from Cool Runnings yeah, and 
can't remember if I was talking to the other one. No, you do know you're not from Jamaica. I was like, raw. <laughs> you actually thought I got confused for a minute. I was like, yeah, idiot, blood clot, bomba fat. <laughs> but, um. Fat, do you know what? I'm, I just changed my song. Um, did you? I did. I'm going to play a song by. Uh, my old school throwback song is by an artist called Fort Minor, who also goes by the name Mike Shinoda, who was the, the lead rapper-singer from Linkin Park. And he... he uh, his song, the song is called Remember the Name, um, featuring Stars of Beyond. It's actually a sick track, I think you like it. And my throwback film is Adventures of Babysitting, which, do you remember that? Is that the one where the girl, she's like a Playboy model? Yeah, that's the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Shue stars. That's it, that's it. What else was Elizabeth Shue? Wasn't she in Quite a Kid? Yeah. I think she was in Back to the Future as well, the second one. They replaced, yeah, yeah, yeah. they replaced the original, yeah. And then she ended up doing CSI and stuff. Which is like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, uh, Hollow Man as well with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird film, man. I remember Rona Mitra was in that. She got raped. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But then she like, oh, she's quite pretty because she's in the whole movie. Yeah. No, she raped her <laughs> off in the first scene. Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, Back to the Future too. Yeah, not bad. Oh, Cocktail as well. She was in. Yeah. Oh my God, Cocktail was a one. Yeah. I need to watch that movie like, like now. I need to watch it recent. So, my throwback movie is going to be Top Gun, because I'm really looking forward to Top Gun 2. Okay. I just I just need that movie in my life. But, like, it's going to be the pinnacle of, like, 80s kind of... When is it out? Style. Is it this year? They're going to push it's it back? It's supposed to come in July last year. Yeah, they pushed it I think it's coming back. either summertime this year or, like, maybe even Christmassy time. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, I hope it comes out soon. Yeah. Also, we might need to check, have we got uh, No More on our playlist? No, no more. No more shopping sprees. No, I don't think no we have. No more late night treats. No more VIP. No more dough. We can't even kick it no more. Uh, that's next, right? I believe it's next, yeah. Uh, is it next? No, it's not next. It's... Uh, Hold on. No okay. more. No more shopping sprees. No. no, isn't it? Um, all right, rough ends. Rough, ride, rough ends. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. I remember they were signed to Rough Riders. There you go. Rough Riders, rough ends. There you go. Rough. I saw you in the. Apparently, they've just released a new album again. Do you know? I was. Uh, do you know what, man? I was listening to some UB Forty. Oh yeah. UB Forty. I was. UB Forty kind of sick, you know. But uh, apparently, the founding member quit the band and refused to finish out his tour obligations. Describing the band as a rudderless ship. Oh, wow. Yeah, didn't they have to do something with the name? Founding member. Founding member. Oh, it is already in there. It is, yeah? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It is already there. I thought it might be. I, th- I thought you actually picked it as oh. well. That's how much I know my... Um, 
Kingston. So because I was just talking about um, UB40. Uh, Kingston Town UB40. Classic. In Kingston Town. That is a good track. Where I go. That's a playlist. Yeah, that's a good track. I just love the intro. I'm just playing it now. The. a good track got a little bit of UB40 old school man it's yep. Disney's like phew, red they're red like wine. yeah the thing is UB40 have been around since day do you know who else has been around around since day fucking Mickey Rourke <laughs> do you know Mickey Rourke was like professional boxer in the 70s oh was. like how old do you think Mickey Rourke is I don't know I don't know he looks he does look a bit old. My last time I think Iron Man 2. He looks messed up. Yeah. He's 68 though. Wow. You know, he's just... Wow. Oh. Do you know, man, he's, he's, he's had his go at life, hasn't he? Mm. He's had his go at life. Yes. I'm going yes. to give you a little random fact of, hold on, make you all boxing. Mm-hmm. Did he fight anyone that we, like, would know of? So he... 1964 to 1973. Oh, wow. Amateur boxing record of 27 wins, 3 defeats. Okay. How crazy is that? Yeah. Uh, how did he, I wonder how he got into acting? Hmm? How did he get into acting? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not like a, that's right. His total record's only 6 and 2 professional. Okay. But his last fight was in 2000 and, uh, hold on, I'm sure he fought in like 2004. Anyway, okay. Here you go, Mickey Rock is a professional boxer. That's all you need to know. Some nice facts for you. Indeed. All right, people. We are out. We are out, man. It's only 20 to 12, but I feel like it's four o'clock in the morning right now. <laughs> I'm in a bad headspace, people. I need to. I need to sleep. I need to get some consciousness back in me. Do you know? I, f- I was falling asleep on a car last night, and I had this. Um, while you're driving. Yeah. Oh shit. I was falling asleep while driving. I was proper struggling. I was like, no, no, don't do it, Liz. Don't do it. Keep your eyes open. And literally, my eyes are like forcing shut. And I had the audio one from a YouTube clip. It's playing through the car. And the YouTube clip, a woman screaming was chopped into the YouTube clip, right? So it's like, guy talking, guy talking, guy talking. Ah! <laughs> right, so I'm like, falling asleep, like, nah, man, stay awake. And I can feel like, I can feel sleep taking over my body. And yeah. I was like, I'd had a few moments where I was like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. focus, stay awake, you got this, you got this. And then I was like, no, you don't, <laughs> no, you don't. And I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get off the next junction. I'm, I'm gonna just park up, I'm just gonna fall asleep. It's will be fine, I'll just have a little power nap. And I'm just trying to like keep my eyes open to get yeah. to that junction. And then this scream comes on and it scares the living oh, shit out of me, Denny. I was like, oh, no, no, I thought I'd crash my car and hit someone, oh, right? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro, I drove the rest of the way home, no issue at all, bro. My <laughs> eyes were wide awake. I was chilling. I was laughing to myself, like, oh my god, that just happened. I can't believe it. That's yeah, man. Ruined me. Ruined me completely. But anyway, guys, been emotional. Hit us up on our social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Drop us a message about something you want to talk about. If you want to come on, be a guest. Well, be my guest. Shit. 
We're all up for having guests, aren't we, Denny? We are, we are, we are. <laughs> I've got someone lined up. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. All right, guys, <laughs> I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. We are out. Peace.